You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You, you feel this, this nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there. I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You got to make some phone calls. Hang up the phone. Prank caller. Prank caller. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Packernet After Dark. This is the call-in show, the Packernet Podcast Network. If you'd like to call in, if you'd like to participate in the show, please feel free to do so. The phone number here is 608-501-0718. New callers go directly to the front of the line. We don't have any new callers today, so we're going to get started with... Jersey Mike, as soon as I change that, there we go, rock and roll. Hey, Ryan, this is Jersey Mike, hey. finally back at the truck. A uh, few things to say. I don't know if you caught it on the live stream, but uh, I had some, some good times and some bad times with some, some Cowboys fans. Sure. Uh, I was trying to go to the bathroom during halftime. Uh, one guy tried to grab my cheese head off my head. That Jeez. was fun. And then I had another guy try to trip me as I was walking through his area, and I had another fan come over to me, and he's like, you okay? Like, I tried to tip you. I was like, yeah, yeah, man. He, he didn't do nothing. I just picked my leg up. I kept on walking. He's like, man, you got to watch out for these Cowboys fans. You here by yourself? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, then you're going to want to make sure that, like, you stay a little bit later because you don't want to be walking out with all the guys because they're a little sketchy and whatever. And then after the game, as I'm walking through the parking lot, this Cowboys fan with a Michael Parsons jersey comes flying up to me, and he goes, yo, go pack, go. And I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? You wear the Parsons jersey. You wear the Cowboys jersey. He's like, dude, I had no idea I was going to this game. I have no clothes for Green Bay. He's like, I'm a, I'm a huge Packers fan, but I just I didn't have anything. He's like, so I, I went down to the store, and they only had a Michael Parsons jersey. That's what I wore, so I blend in. I'm like, oh, now we got Packers fans going on spy time in the stands. What's up? Man, I couldn't be happier. The only thing I got to say is, screw John Barry. Hey, that was work. You learn your lesson, never, never let a team back in the game ever again. End the story. And don't matter if you're 20 set the points on them. Don't ever let it happen again. Message received. Okay? Okay. Done. Game ball obviously goes to Jordan Love. Stay in toys. But a sub game ball for Aaron Jones. This young place, Jonesy. This young. You went up there and ate them. Heck yeah. And yo, Romeo Dubs, way to go. Bro, show up on the biggest stage. Get some, King. Get some. Anyway, 
This is Jersey Mike shining out. I got three hours to go. Maybe I'll call you back. Maybe. I got to get some dinner first. I got to get out of this place. There's so much traffic. Uh, so good to have this win. So good. Go back, go. Yeah, the good thing about the uh, lesson learned for um, Matt LaFleur is he's he's a pretty aggressive coach, as we've learned. Um, we came into the season sort of with a, with a lot of people kind of wondering if maybe he was being a little too aggressive. And his whole mentality is, I don't give a crap. This is how we play football in Green Bay. And uh, don't worry about it. They'll catch up, essentially, or they better catch up. And they caught up. And so he's been doing it. And the one time, you're right, the one time he decides... I'm going to take my foot off the gas. It bit him real hard. So hopefully he'll just stick to his instincts. You know, he he tried to listen to conventional wisdom, which is, you know, don't risk hurting your players, you know, pull your players, do all that stuff. And now hopefully he's just going serial killer mode. Like, you know what? I tried, tried to offer my hand and you freaking bit me. So from now on, it's balls to the wall 24-7. I'm hoping anyways. And then for Joe Barry, I mean, I I feel like we're kind of back to where we used to be, where it's 50-50 and just different people are just seeing very different things. Um, I don't know. I haven't heard a ton. But the show tomorrow, one of the clips is Colin Coward, and he's like, oh, and a big round of applause for Joe Barry, and what a great job he did. And I'm just like, what, bro? <laughs> I, I mean, it, it was good for a while, I guess. It was it was real good, but and all due respect on that savage pick. but. Um, Seems like dude took his foot off the gas long before we pulled starters. But whatever. I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to argue with it. Um, Joe Barry wants to continue being the man. That's great because we're going to need him for a handful more games here, especially against the 49ers. Get her done. Hey, Ryan. Pack fan Jersey Jim again. Hey. I know I ain't the only Packers fan that's tired of hearing about Jared Goof and <laughs> all his amazing things he's done this year. He's still a goof. You know? Still a goof. Yep. Uh, let's go Rams. Let's hope we can stick it up there. You know what? And uh, we got to worry about San Francisco next week. But uh, as long as these clowns are out of the mix, then uh, I think we got a good shot at making a run at a Super Bowl. Yeah, we didn't get our wish on that one. Um I mean, to to be completely honest, I would rather play the Lions than the Rams, but I just don't want the Lions to continue on in the playoffs. So I think the Packers and the Lions are kind of in a similar line there where it's like, I'm sure Lions fans hate that the Packers won, but at the same time, they're glad that Dallas is gone and now the ability for them to continue playing uh, at home continues, you know, I mean, same with this upcoming week. On one hand, the last thing they want is for the Packers to beat the Cowboys and the 49ers. On the other hand, for the Packers to clear the way like that, it's got to be got to be some part of them that's rooting for that. Chris from Alabama, man. What's up? What a win. What a win. I just want to call back in again, man. What a win, bro. Jordan Love was 16 for 21, 272 with three touchdowns. Aaron Jones, 21 for 118, three touchdowns. Romeo Dobbs, six receptions, 151 yards and a touchdown. Bro, we dominated the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm loving every minute of it. And if we could play 
honestly, being very honest, if we can play on both sides of the ball like that next week, we can pull off a little set. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but if we can play like that against the 49ers, we can pull off another upset. But we shall see. We shall see. But right now, I'm just going to enjoy this. I just wanted to call back in with that, man. Go Pack Go, man. I knew we can do it, man. I knew we could win this game. Man, man, this is a great Sunday. Yeah, I, I agree, and I, I, I'm, I don't know when I said it, if it's tomorrow or what, but I'll say the same thing I said about the Dallas game. If they can just keep playing like they've been playing, I think they can win. I think this might be the, the hardest challenge. In other words, this is the first time I'm looking at it going, if they can play at their best, I think they got it. Whereas now it's like, I'm pretty sure if they play their best, they got it. Although it's going to be really hard to stop a white-hot Jordan Love. That, as always, is going to be the most important piece. If he can keep doing what he's been doing, it's just going to be tough. You know, because, I mean, what have I said for years? I, I would have people talk to me all the time, you know, in the playoffs, you'd have 49ers people, whatever, they'd have me on their podcast, like, how do you stop this guy? How do you shut him down? And I would always say pressure. You get pressure, you get him flustered, and you will shut down the Green Bay Packers. It's just that easy. And then you could say that's true about most quarterbacks, whatever, it doesn't matter. That was that was just the reality. When the offensive line was not able to hold up, Rodgers just, and you'd get frustrated, and it just would start going down south fast. Jordan has been getting pressured, and he's playing, he hasn't had a bad game, I don't think, under pressure in a long time, like in a month. And he just had an elite performance against pressure. So the 49ers formula, and as far as how they beat the Green Bay Packers last time, which was defensively beating the offensive line, disrupting Aaron Rodgers, and keeping him from making plays, that, that game plan isn't going to work. It's not going to work against Jordan Love. Hey, Ryan. Hey. Trucker Bob here. Hope you enjoyed my last message. Anyway, sure if there was any idea of keeping Barry as a defensive coordinator, he lost it. Any chance he had, he lost it with that sorry display of giving up in that fourth quarter. I mean, that was disgusting. Just feel the win and go home and quit this playing around. Anyways, I'm sure you're going to have plenty to say about that, but I just thought I'd put my two cents worth in. Uh, as far as my prediction goes, I didn't go so hot. Green Bay can score in a high-scoring game. They do have the offense. They have matured to that level. Now it's on the San Francisco, and we'll see what they can do against them. Talk about out. Go Pack Go. Well, it's like I've been saying basically all year. Every time I set the bar higher, they 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 clear it. You know, Every time I look at it and say, okay, this is where they are, but I don't think they can go much higher, they continue to go higher. And despite everybody, not everybody, but, you know, people that hate the Packers and want to make excuses, pretending that, oh, well, they haven't really faced anybody. And, you know, I was just kidding when I said Chicago had a great defense. And I was just kidding when I said, you know, Detroit or Dallas was going to, you know, destroy you guys and you're going to be one and done. Like, I, I didn't mean that. Actually, they suck and everybody knows it. And you're, you're an idiot if you don't know that. That's what I really meant. The fact is, this was a very, very tough challenge. And they made it look easy. And guess what? They got another really tough challenge. And I just don't think I'm going to set a bar. I'm just going to see what happens. 
And then, as, you know, again, as far as Joe Barry, touched on it a few times, but like I said before, I mean, the fact that down the stretch, when we had 48 points, I was sweating, really pissed me off. If you were on the stream with me, you remember that moment when it just clicked that we have 48 points and I'm sitting here sweating thinking, I don't know if we're going to win this game. Now, obviously we did, but I was just, it's like, you, you, I don't know. That's that, that to me is, it's a little frustrating. Hey Ryan, Dana from California. Hey. We've done it. We've reached our offensive mountaintop and it's pretty amazing. I haven't felt... Well, like I said, we'll see. I, <laughs> I thought we hit the mountaintop several times and we continue to climb. This good about an offense in 2011. The thing about that year is we had our one loss to the Cardinals where they gave the blueprint on how to beat the Packers, right? This year, it's all brand new. It all happened late, so there's no blueprint. It's just everybody's just going to be guessing. You know, the Niners are going to be guessing... Well, and and the great thing is, you know, I mean, with the, um, I know back with Rodgers, and this was after 2011, but I've mentioned it before, the Denver Broncos, when when they showed everybody the way you beat the Packers is to stop playing scared. And you man these guys up and you mess up their timing and their rhythm and everything else, and that'll screw them up. And the Packers didn't really recover from that. Um, They continue to play some good football down the stretch, but they never really were that you know, 2011 just cannot stop this offense type of team. And I think the complicated thing now is it's going to be really hard to do that because of how Jordan Love is playing right now. Like I said before, I mean, they've tried letting him throw, you know, daring Jordan Love to throw. And that was a good strategy down the stretch or early on because he just wasn't connecting. Then he started getting into his stride and they started bringing pressure and it started getting to him at first. Now he's playing well under pressure. So now it's, it's, I mean, if you play man, we got receivers that can beat you. If you play zone, I mean, we can pick you apart. And Matt, and Matt LaFleur plays a big part in this as well as far as him being it. Whatever you can do, we have an answer for it. And that comes down to the play caller, comes down to the, the weapons that we have. Somebody can beat whatever it is you're doing. And then Jordan Love just being able to work in any environment. He can read and diagnose your defense. He can navigate pressure. He can obviously make it work when there's no pressure. He can beat you with his mind, with his arm, with his legs. I'm not saying there is no formula, and, and some of it may just come down to, uh, you know, waiting for this to erode a little bit. You know, like there's sometimes there's just no stopping it. You just got to wait for, for some of the steam to, to, you know, when Jordan hits age 30 or something, and, it'll, you know, some of these receivers and, and Jordan start getting a little bit older. But I, I don't know. I don't know what you do because every – Everything that we've looked at, I mean, even even just coverage schemes, a lot of teams are running too high. Jordan Love is is picking that apart. I mean, that's the the Kansas City Chiefs. They run that more than anybody. Smoke the Kansas City Chiefs. Cover three, tore it apart. What, pressure, no pressure. It just we. I mean, it just doesn't seem to matter right now. All going to be guesswork, and that's what the best part about all this is. Nobody knows how to stop this. This is all brand new. Mm-hmm. There's too many options. I'm just really excited. We got this. The question is, do I go go to the game? I got to convince my wife. <laughs> <laughs> the cheapest tickets are like three hundred dollars. Yeah, they're pretty pricey. They might be like three fifty. I got to convince her. But that's all I got. Go pack, go. Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna chime in on that because that's. 
get myself in trouble on that. But best of luck is, is I guess all I'll say to that. Um, I mean, look, I'm guessing Jersey Mike didn't regret going to that game. That's all I can say. And if, and if you go and we lose, it's still going to be a fun experience. You can still say you were there for, you know, his his final game of his first historic season. You know, one way or another, I, I don't know that you would super regret it. Assuming you don't get jumped by some 49ers fans or something, that would you get knifed like, oh, hey, I didn't see that coming. Sorry, dude. But um, yeah, no, it should be should be a good time. And if you witness a victory or if there is a victory, um, it's it's pretty. It's going to be some pretty incredible stuff. Uh, let's go ahead and take our first break. We'll come back and hear from Pedro the redhead from Brazil. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Ryan, it's me again. Good from Brazil, man. That was a blast. <laughs> I was here just watching the Lions and Rams game and start laughing, just remembering all the everybody said on the offseason, you know. Yeah. The Bear fans were, were making fun of us, making fun of Jordan Love because of his abs and because of Justin Fields' right. abs. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of stupid people, man. What suckers. Oh, my God. It's so good. The three-beat is real. And, baby, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see this, the development of Jordan Love and this offense, this young team. 
and the fire that they play, everybody making plays, you know. It's not like, I mean, I love Devontae Adams, but it's not like when we're like Roger Devontae Adams, like one guy making plays. It's everybody all across the field. Romeo Dobbs. Oh, my God. I, I just remember. Romeo Dobbs. What a clutch player. You know, I, I always liked Romeo. I always defended him, even though uh, people said he was wide receiver four or five. Or, I don't know. I, I always liked him. Yeah. I feel like we, we don't throw him that much the ball, but when we need to, he always make good catches. He always makes the plays, and he's just reliable. I really like him, and I'm glad he's on the team. And you know what? I don't want to draft a wide receiver in the draft. I don't want to draft a wide receiver. That's it. I, that, that, that must be like the first draft, and I don't know how many times that I don't want a wide receiver. We don't need it. I just want offensive linemen, a running back, a safety, and an old tackle. That's it. And, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just really happy. So I just enjoyed this moment, and I don't know. Uh, maybe, you know, any given Sunday, we, we can... We can win the 49ers and go to the the, the, the NFC the NFC Championship game. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm just just happy. So yeah, talk to you soon. Bye bye. Yeah, I mean, as far as the wide receivers go, um, I I kind of and I know I'm I'm still kind of alone on this, but I I put Christian Watson on his own tier. I really think he has the ability to be special and. Um, I mean, we're already seeing the clips coming out doing exactly what I said he does, even when he doesn't catch passes, and that is draw attention away. I mean, between Matt LaFleur just confusing the living crap out of that defense and Christian Watson dragging two to three defenders his direction, that's the reason we had so many guys wide open. And I don't think it's a, a coincidence that uh, Romeo Dobbs has a breakout game when Christian Watson comes back. I think that pairing is, is a big deal. Um, I think Jaden Reed kind of has the ability to be a dude. I don't know for sure that he is, but I, he seems to be. Wicks has has got my uh, respect as a really solid, like good player. I don't think he'll ever be an elite player, but I mean, just a solid good player. And um, Dobbs is, is somewhat similar. I don't think he'll ever be an elite player. He's not as consistent as Wicks, but he has higher upside, and he can be a very good. Uh, you know, he just has these explosive games and and some really incredible catches occasionally. And I could be wrong. I mean, if he can be more consistent with what he does, I mean, it certainly could be uh, could be a different story. But that's just kind of how I see it. I mean, it's, it's Christian way up there. If I had to guess who would be the other guy, if there was another guy, it would be Jaden Reed. And then I'm kind of torn between um, Wicks and Dobbs. And yeah, Bo Melton's there. I'm still, I'm still very confused as to what Bo Melton is. Um, I'm, I'm going to withhold any... Uh, any anything for a while. He did have his first down game, which would mean he had like three really good games, one down game. We'll see. I mean, it's going to take, show, show me 15, 20 games, and we'll, we can start to talk about the picture that it's painting, you know? Four, I, I don't know anything yet. One, two, one, two, ready, go. Na, 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 hey. Goodbye. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Hey. Goodbye. Bye bye, Dallas. Bye bye. See you later. Hope you enjoy your long car ride home. 
McCartan might be fine. I don't think they should fine, but I don't care because I don't like them. So fire McCartan. Don't resign that. Be trash for all I care. But I know one thing. The Green Bay Packers have sent the Dallas Cowboys to the house to watch the Super Bowl with everybody else. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, 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 goodbye. No, 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 no. No, 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 Hey, 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 cowboy trash. It does feel good. It feels good for so many reasons. I mean, again, I don't hate Dallas as much as a lot of people do, but I know they hate us, and for some, to, to a small degree, that kind of makes me hate them, you know? This team that would have, just the fact that like they would have reveled so much and they would have talked so much trash about the Packers if they beat them. They would have talked about Jordan Love. They would have talked about Matt LaFleur. They would have talked about everybody. And then on top of that, it's not just them. It's everybody would have. So it's, it's almost like, I don't really want to rub it in. But then when you think about how much all these people would have made your life miserable, how much the national media would have immediately started to try to dismiss the Green Bay Packers and where that puts us right now where nobody is dismissing the Green Bay Packers. Nobody's serious. In fact, I got a lot on that tomorrow. I mean, this was just, this was a pretty seismic shift. We talked before about even if we lose to to Dallas, like, you know, it it was a heck of a year. That's all true. But it, it, like, doubled the progress by beating Dallas. You lose to Dallas, and it's like, oh, wow, that was really, really good. You got into the playoffs in your first year. Maybe next year, like, you can actually be kind of good and stuff. Beating Dallas is like, oh, so you're one of the best teams in football in your first year. Cool. And that stays no matter what. Beat the 49ers, and it's just it's just all bets are off, period. Hey, Ryan, it's Jersey Mike. Hey. So, uh, bro, <laughs> it's starting to hit me again. <laughs> Let's go! We're going to take friends, baby! Let's go! Oh, my God! Oh, oh, it's like that second win. Yeah. The game's already over. Oh, I got to watch the Lions and Rams. Uh, my voice is leaving my body. Uh, I just found out I don't have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> These day. Texans are afraid of some cold weather. They <laughs> shut my plant down and they're paying me. Ah, this is the best playoff weekend <laughs> I have ever had. <laughs> oh man! Oh, I, I, I'm just, I'm so happy. I'm so happy for this team. Uh, oh boy! I don't think, I don't think I can get any happier about this season. I'm gonna say it again. Even if we go to San Fran and lose, this is, this has been one of the best seasons ever. Because, and, and I remember. Everybody was saying, you know what? Let's make sure Jersey Mike goes to every single game from here on out because we want to get a better draft pick. Where are you at now, baby? Where are you at now? Oh, yeah. I remember. Everybody's out here telling me, oh, you got to go get a Tucker Craft jersey and make sure it gets blessed. Oh, you want to know who blessed my cheese head, Ryan? It wasn't anybody special. It was me. I did a prayer to the Norse gods. The Norse gods, baby. 
and he came through. Oh, <laughs> All right, bless that cheese head. And we're going. To, I'm going to wear it watching us play against San Fran. I'm going to wear it from here on out. And you better be screaming, baby. You better be screaming. Oh, and it would be so great if every single talking head could again say that the, the team that is at home is going to win. I want, just like all y'all said the Cowboys were going to win, I want all y'all to say the 49ers are going to win. I know there's a bad taste in our mouths coming out of the end of this game. How could you say? I don't know. The fact that the Cowboys almost made it a game at the end, there's going to be a bad taste in our mouths. We ain't letting that happen again. Let's go step on the 49ers. And then maybe, hopefully, we see the Lions. Let's see how this game plays out tonight. Go back go. Anybody else's heart sink when you realize that Jersey Mike prayed to the god of the Minnesota Vikings? I, I just, I just, huh. it made me feel if something sinister was going on, you know? Like some massive intervention took place to allow us to move on to next week for some kind of a result. I just, I just suddenly got real scared about what was about to happen. But yeah, man, we're going to be streaming. Got to be streaming. Can't stop streaming. That's, that's how we got where we are. We are undefeated on the streamings, and uh, we, 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 we need you there. We need everybody there on the stream. The more people are there, the higher the Packers score. That's the way it goes. Um, it's, it's science. What's up, Kyle from Madison? It's just just freaking spamming your show. I don't care. <laughs> what a freaking awesome day. I want to go on record here, though, right now, because I just caught a glimpse of, what is it, the volume? The, yeah, the Colin Coward oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing he does on YouTube. And I, I was talking to my brother about this a few minutes before I heard this. And I want to just get this out there now because I have a feeling we're going to see the, hear this a lot this week from the people that were just all out on on love. Like, he's trash, etc. Because it, And it's a garbage point. And, and I've seen, I've heard uh, Colin Calher do this a couple times now. And, and I want to make sure we all understand that this is not true. Okay? So, like, the same face, a lot of the media types who were totally out on love in October, mm-hmm. right? The And now that it's obvious that they were wrong, the way they defend themselves now is they say this. They say, well, the coach in his press conferences was calling out love in yeah, October. Yeah. The GM in his press conferences was saying, you know, if he doesn't improve, he's out in October. Okay, both of those statements are totally wrong and out completely, like, right. Uh, just a bastardization of the words right. to try to support their points and save face. Brian Gutekunst said that, and this is about like as captain obvious as you get can get. He said the re- in October he said something to the effect of the rest of the season is going to be really important for Jordan Love. Yeah. That is completely different <laughs> than saying if he doesn't play better, he's done or whatever he's talking heads yeah. trying to say. So let's just all kind of maybe you can dig up the quote exactly. Okay, but I know it's not what they're trying to make it out to be. They're just trying to cover their ass because they look real, real dumb right now. So let's just get it out there that that's not what was said. Okay, it's not that there was no belief in the building. I'm sick of hearing that. This is not the case. These guys were wrong. Coward was out. And in, remember him during the OTAs saying, like, I'm selling my stock so fast because 
Somebody's right. brother's uncle, sister's roommate said that Clifford's a better quarterback, and I'm I'm selling my stock. But shut up. Well, I mean, to be fair, these these are the exact same people, literally Colin Coward, who said that because Matt Lafleur went to the podium and said that he's growing, that that's essentially saying that he's not good. You know, so it's understandable that everything he heard sounded negative in in his twisted, freaking weird brain. But yeah, I think I think that clip is actually on tomorrow's podcast. I, I was focusing on other stuff, but um, yeah, that that clip made an appearance for sure. Coward. Coward. So I'm enjoying the shot in Freud a lot, but I just want to make sure we all understand that the points a lot of these people are making to say face are not true and are garbage. Okay, like let's just make sure we all understand it because people are going to come at all of us, with, you know, using this ammunition, and it's just it's it's blank. Don't let them get away with it. Don't let them get away with it because a lot of people are going to try. Um, because it's just the egg on face right now yeah. is it's just just the knife and fork with the crow just eating it just bite bite bite. Nom, 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 nom. It's fantastic. Yeah, and I I actually got another one. Uh... Another one for you tomorrow in terms of the the spin. So most of that clip was just celebrating how they're now coming around to our side. But there was a tact that he and John Middlecoff took about um, the way things have always been and the criticisms of Roger. And I won't get into it. I'll save it for tomorrow. But when I heard it, I was like, just you just freaking stop right there. No way. So they're kind of repositioning their take on, on something in a major way. I mean, saying almost the exact opposite of what they've been saying. But at the same time, as I said, I'm going to address it. I'm going to call it out. But it's it's also a good thing because it's their excuse to now jump on the bandwagon. And to be honest, I want them on the bandwagon. Um, because as much as I love pulling receipts, I love even more having 99% of rational human beings having your back so that Bears fans, Vikings fans, Lions fans can't say jack squat about it. It was great when everybody said Justin Fields would be MVP and Justin Fields is actually a really good quarterback and all that stuff. So I can call him stupid. And then when I was right and the whole world was wrong, I could look like a giant, massive genius. But that whole thing ran its course. It was fun. It was nice. But I'm over it. I'm tired of the freaking gaslighting. I'm tired of, you know, this whole like the whole world sees things one way and me and you and our little group of crazies who just so happen to be right about pretty much everything. But we see things another way, and we're constantly being told we're wrong, and we're crazy, and we're biased, and we're idiots. Packers are obviously going to be awful. The Bears are going to be great. Justin Fields is going to win MVP. Bears have a better team than the Packers do, better receivers. And then when they don't later, they're going to pretend they never said that. I'm over it. I'm over it. So you know what? Make your stupid excuses. I'm going to call you stupid, but go ahead and make your excuse, and then come on over, and let's just hit this reset button with the media, where all of a sudden, because it's starting... Not just, not only are they gushing over Jordan Love, they're gushing over Matt LaFleur, they're gushing over Brian Gutekunst, and again, they gotta find their excuses, they gotta weasel their way around to figure out how they get there, but the fact that they're all rushing to hold that position, to pretend that they've always been sitting there, oh, you know, the the Packers are such a historic franchise, I mean, they've always done these things well, and it's been really incredible the way that they've always been this way. It's like, yeah, that's what we've been trying to tell you for the better part of about five, six, seven, eight years, as you've let them all fall on the sword for Aaron Rodgers, pretending that he was a victim of a hapless, disgusting, terrible franchise. But that's fine. That's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Come on over. Come back to this side, you bunch of morons. Gaggle of idiots. <laughs> they really are stupid, man. They're all... It's, it's, it's kind of funny to watch. Bunch of freaking circus clowns just making a bunch of noise and got the little wind-up monkeys and the, the little clanging cymbals and just out there making a bunch of noise with their floppy shoes on. Whatever. They're entertaining. Let's take a break. Our final break. We'll come back and we got a couple calls from Aaron. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Ryan, Aaron here. Um, and, ah, so, I called after the last game and asked for suggestions on what to do, and someone, out of uh, every time the Packers scored a touchdown, and someone said, cheese, every time they score a touchdown? Yeah, dude. Um, because I didn't want to drink anymore. Yep. Yeah, I don't know if that was such a good idea. Um, <laughs> I don't need to hear about your bad Eating a problems. whole tub of Parmesan cheese is <laughs> not ideal. Um, yeah, because I said in that phone call as well that um, that if we are. keep treating de- good defenses like Joe Barry's their defensive coordinator. Um, it wasn't going to work out, and that's exactly what happened yesterday. I mean, not yesterday, just a couple hours ago. And, yeah, I regret that. But at the same time, um, I don't because the Packers won. And so if I have to eat that much cheese again next week, 100%. I will happily do that. Yep. Um, if we can beat the Niners because I ate a whole tub of uh, – well, it's going to be uh, cranberry cheddar that I really like next huh. week. Never heard um, of So maybe that's a little bit better than just straight Parmesan all day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hopefully you're feeling well as well or feeling good as well. Um, I mean, I'm not feeling great right now because of that, but right. I'm surviving. So that's all that matters. Um, so same time next week. Peace. Yeah. So. If, oh, if, wait. No. 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 Not by. Okay. Well, I hope I hope Jersey Mike got home all right. Um, I'm sorry for at the beginning of the game when I found out that he was going to be there, and I uh, kind of commented. I was like, "Yeah, no, Jersey Mike, stay home." <laughs> um, I appreciate all the insights from the inside of the field. He did a really good job keeping us updated and everything. Yeah. Um, the dedication to be in the chat while you're at the game. Right. Um, mad respect to you, Jersey Mike. Um, but yeah, I hope you get, got home safe, Jersey Mike. Um, yeah, now peace out. Victory evening. Bye. So if you were on the stream, um, you know that we actually did that. I, I don't know if it was you, Aaron, that reminded me or what, but uh, we did victory cheese or touchdown cheese or something. Touchdown cheese. And so... Um, celebrated with cheese shots whenever the Packers got a touchdown and there were a lot of touchdowns and um, I didn't want to do it, but everybody was like, yeah, cheese shots, cheese shots. I'm like, all right, I guess we're doing cheese shots. I guess this is a thing. And unfortunately we usually have cheese, like, you know, you got string cheese or you got some 
you know, mozzarella or cheddar or just like a normal Americanized cheese just laying around somewhere. The only cheese that I had, aside from like a little leftover Parmesan, shredded Parmesan. Oh, what the heck was it now? now I'm forgetting what the kind of cheese was already. It, was, it wasn't a very good cheese. It wasn't Gorgonzola. I was going to say Gorgonzola, but it's not. I do actually kind of like Gorgonzola. It's very strong and moldy and nasty looking. Oh, I think it was Gruyere, I think is what it was. I think. It wasn't Gouda and it wasn't Gorgonzola. I think it was Gruyere. Maybe it was Gorgonzola. I don't know. doesn't matter. But I appreciate everybody hanging out and just doing nonsense. Makes for a pretty good time. Aaron, number two. Rob, another thought that I just came up with. It was amazing to see this team put up that many points while controlling the clock and putting up like long sustained drives mm-hmm. drives like i don't understand how that's possible but they did it um like they controlled the clock let the time go and burn time and still put up 48 yep and they pretty much stopped playing in the fourth quarter This team is so crazy freaking good that if Joe Barry would not treat garbage time in the playoffs like garbage time, there's no ceiling. Is there a ceiling for this team? I don't get it. um, But, yeah, it's just my mind is blown by the youth and how this team has come together. I couldn't be happier right now. Go, Pat, go. Um, but yeah. Um, and as Dak says, oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> um, yeah, wherever you want to go, but not to the playoffs anymore, apparently, Dak Prescott. Um, but yeah, so anyways, have a good night. I'm not going to call back. I absolutely promise. Um, and no, I'm not drunk. I just had way too much cheese. Um, so, bye. Well, like you said, I, I I don't know if there is a ceiling right now. Um, we maybe hit it, but I feel like I, I, I've thought we hit it several times. So, we'll find out if they got a little bit more juice to them when they go up against the 49ers. But it just, it, it always feels impossible. Every you look, you know, the forty-eight points against Dallas was more or less impossible, and they did it. So, I like I said, I'm not putting a ceiling. I'm not putting a cap on this team. I'm just going to sit back and watch and see what they can do. Maybe I should count them out. Maybe because I keep saying it, um, maybe that's what's going to get us to that next step. But uh, yeah, so no, that's probably as good as it's going to get for them this year, I guess. And uh, so it's all downhill from here. That's that's what I know. Hey, Ryan, it's Cole from Illinois. What's up? Uh, first of all, I'd like to apologize for my voice sounding so raspy. Uh, I don't know if I'm sick or if I yelled too much a couple days ago, but it is gone. Um, anyways, let's go Packers. Oh, my God. I wanted that win so bad oh, yeah. because my dad is a Cowboys fan, <laughs> has been since he was really young, and he was talking so much crap for the game. <laughs> about how Jordan Love's, like, not even this guy. Like, he, he hasn't 
how well he had been doing up until week 18. Like, he still thought that he was like a mid-quarterback. So I'm telling you, this man is the guy. Um, but before the game, uh, he texted me, good luck to you. Uh, not, like, really good luck, but luck nonetheless. I still want to win. I said, yeah, that's fine. Just, like, for both of our sakes, let's not, like, text each other back and forth. I mean, any garbage after the game, let's not trash talk. We'll give it 24 hours, and then we can go lose. He's like, oh, you know what? That's fair. Absolutely fair. And then he texts me in the middle of the game that, like, after Don, Don Tavian Wicks touchdown, he texts me and he goes, I'm going to need him more than 24 hours. Like, <laughs> understandable. And then it just kept getting worse for him from there. Um, yeah, it was good to humble those Cowboys. Um, honestly, I'm kind of hopeful that we beat the Niners, but it is a really long shot to beat those guys. They're a wicked football team. Uh, I don't yeah. know if they're good coming out of the buy or not. Uh, maybe we'll have the uh, ability to look that up historically. Uh, because I am driving home for those out. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, go Pack Go. And as John Aaron would say, Pack is back, baby. Let's go. Yeah, it's got to feel good. Kind of like I was saying before. I mean, it, if for no other reason, just knowing how much your dad would have buried you, all the trash he would have talked about. I told you Jordan Love wasn't the guy. You actually thought you were going to come into Dallas and beat us in our own house? You thought Jordan Love could go toe-to-toe with Dak? You thought he could play against this defense? Have you seen this defense? Do you even know who Micah Parsons is? Just the, the, the absolute insane amount of trash that would have been talked. Um, it's, it's, it's like a twofer. You don't have to deal with that on top of a loss. And we freaking beat the Cowboys, dude. It feels pretty good. Hey, Ryan Danner from California. Hey. Look at this offense. Put this offense with wh- how they play, what they do, and what they've been doing the last few weeks. Look at you put this offense in the playoffs in 2020, 2021. Like, I think it's hard to defend this offense, I think. Just look at it. So we got to see what happens, but I'm confident. That's all I got. Go Pack Go. Well, it is. I mean, it's it's a very real thing right now that, that this is a, a tough team to stop. And, you know, the 49ers are a talented group when it comes to, I mean, everything. But defense also, and obviously they've got some impressive players, some impressive coaches. And I'm sure they're going to have a tough game plan uh, trying to exploit this offense somehow, some way. But um, right now everything's working. And it's not a thing where it's like, well, if you just take Aaron Jones away or if you just take, um, I mean, that's what Dallas, honestly looks like that's what Dallas tried to do at first. They were selling out to stop the run like crazy. And it worked early, but then we started hitting passes and we stuck with the run and eventually the run opened up and then it was just game over. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, but I, I obviously respect the 49ers and what they do. They're a very impressive football team. Shanahan is possibly the greatest play caller in the NFL right now, and they do defense real well. So we'll see. We'll see. But this is a very, very, very for real offense, and anybody taking it for granted is is doing themselves a disservice. So we just neutron-bombed the entire Dallas Cowboys organization. While basically, yes, coronating the coming of our new superstar quarterback. 
Yes. This is the best day ever. <laughs> I will say, uh, your use of neutron bomb might have been, um, I think it's an underused thing. I, 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 as soon as you said that, I was like, what exactly is a neutron bomb? I know it's a thing, but I don't know anything about it. Apparently, it's a much smaller bomb than like a nuke, as far as the explosion goes, but it's meant to be much more lethal to the human beings by emitting radiation, more so than what you get like from a nuke. So the buildings aren't going to be like wiped out, but the people will be, which is super crazy. <laughs> but yeah, we, we basically wiped out the organization and all the people in it. It's technically classified as an enhanced radiation weapon. The more you know. But yeah, I mean, that, 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 that really was, I mean, a nuke would also work because the amount of just pure devastation done to that organization is, is earth shattering. And it really just, again, goes to show how good the, our organization is right now. The magnitude. I mean, it, it's, I don't know that I've heard anybody even dispute that this was the most painful loss. I mean, we know what that's like. We've had a lot of losses in the playoffs. And then you have that one that was like, this one, I don't know if I can recover from. And I'll, I'll keep bringing up 2020 as, as an example. That might not have been the most painful in terms of, you know, we've had like the Seahawks and the Cardinals or whatever with these really painful close endings. But I don't know if I've really felt more hopeless than I did after 2020. And I kind of feel like that's what Dallas is going through, especially since they thought they genuinely thought Green Bay was trash. And I don't even super want to tell them because, yeah, dude, we, we suck big time. So probably should just tear it all down, man. You know what I mean? Just just tear it all down. Trade Micah to us and stuff. <laughs> or just send him to the AFC. We'll be fine. Anyways, why don't we get out of here? You guys have a good rest of your night. I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.